0: Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, uh, today, before we dive deep into the topic of today, uh, I'd like to reintroduce myself for those of you who might not have been listening for this podcast for um, a couple of years that I've been doing it. So I'm Angela. I'm a nutritionist, certified personal trainer, health nutrition coach, and uh, I work with, uh, most of the time, I work with individual clients, helping them to align nutrition, lifestyle, training, uh, to reach their Goal faster, and that goal might be uh, more energy, more health, uh, great body composition. You know, when you look at the mirror and you absolutely love what you see, and you uh, and you love even more how you feel, and every day you feel like you're best, and you just go out there and build your dream, your goal, whatever that might be. Uh, so, all of that requires. Reserves, reserves of energy, health, vitality that translates into um, mental health, into confidence, into passion for your work, for your life, and so many things. Health foundation is the foundation of everything. And in order for it to really shine through you, you need to take care of um, all of the aspects of it, uh, sleep and eating and fasting, and movement uh, and mental health, things like meditation. Um, and I help my clients to use different tools that we as uh, collectively, as humanity, as scientific uh, community uh, discovered, help us to uh, change, to improve all these different aspects of our health. So that's what I do. And besides that, I work with different brands, supermarkets to help them to explain to their target audience, uh, what is so great about their products, how they can make people's lives better and, you know, how to cook with them, how to use them. I also do a lot of workshops and classes uh, for different organizations, helping, again, people to learn how to uh, align um, eating and sleeping and movement and fasting and all other aspects of healthy lifestyles so they can show up their best. Uh, sometimes I work, I mean, most of the time I work with adults, but also sometimes teens and kids. Uh, so that's what I do. Do for now, um, and I'm also constantly upgrading my knowledge base. So, right now, for example, I'm getting my another certification as a nutrition coach in precision nutrition, and I'm just in infinitely passionate about this area, uh, especially about food. Because I think as society, we um, lost food literacy. We don't understand that food is medicine. Food is the foundation of everything we do and, and everything we are. And we forgot how to use it properly. And so I'd like to help people to restore that knowledge and most importantly, to use it in a simple way to make uh, yourself and your life experience so much better. So that's what I'm also trying to do with this podcast, um, in the form of this podcast. Today, guys, I'd like to talk to you about intermittent fasting and some troubleshooting. So you might, you know, have heard about intermittent fasting. You might even have tried it a few times on this podcast. We definitely talked a lot about intermittent fasting, but I don't think it's gonna end anytime soon because One, uh, we are constantly discovering these different metabolic processes that are affected by fasting and how fasting can benefit different aspects of our health and performance. And then the second thing, uh, on the opposite side of that, we have this snacking culture right now where basically a lot of people just eat all the time and industry, food industry, uh, and also fitness industry, health industry, a lot of times, would promote that snacking behavior or encourage uh, when more and more studies show that eating Uh, two, three square meals per day without snacking is actually what our biology and our metabolism are best suited for, not for grazing all the time. Uh, and if you want to have flexible metabolism, if you want to get better at maintaining stable blood sugar, that is one of the most important indicators of, uh, long term and also short term really health, uh, and how well you're going to do in your later years. Um, so if you want to, Take care of your metabolic health, uh, if you want to take care of your digestive health, if you want to be a good fat burner and switch between burning fuel from your food to burning fuel from your own fat reserves, if you want to get better at all of this, uh, fasting is something that will help you with that more than probably anything, any kind of fancy diet or a macronutrient split, you know, all that. Are great tools and might be used, but fasting is probably one of the uh, simplest way to also, um, if not achieve those goals of metabolic health of being metabolically flexible, then to definitely get you closer there. And um, here are a few things that, from my practice, I noticed people get wrong. I've been maintaining my intermittent fasting practice every day, basically for a few years now, and also every um, every week or every couple of weeks I do my 42 hour fast. uh, That kind of like a reset button, every time I do it, I feel and look like I'm just younger, like I'm turning back the time. Um, So here are a few things that people, I think, struggling with or struggling with to understand, and they are important if you want to maintain a regular intermittent fasting practice. So number one is sleep. People ask me often, how do you maintain your regular intermittent fasting practice? Like, uh, for a lot of people, it's difficult. And a lot of people aren't paying attention, enough attention to their sleep. They think the less, the better, even though it's kind of changing at the moment. But guys, if you aren't sleeping seven, eight hours, better, closer to eight uh, on a regular basis... Studies have shown that people uh, sleeping six hours and less per night consistently, uh, even one night of that sleep, will make you eat on average three four hundred calories more. Sometimes it's you know like six hundred, but some but usually somewhere around that amount. And what's even more uh, important for you is that you are driven to eat highly caloric, highly processed foods to deliver that fuel that most probably uh, can cause some fat accumulation and some um, metabolic uh, negative effects, right? Like blood sugar spikes and then energy spikes and ups and downs. Um, so sleep, very important for uh, hunger regulation because it affects uh, leptin and ghrelin. Those are two hormones. Leptin tells our brain that we are full, ghrelin tells our brain that we are hungry. And sleep affects those a lot. And so even one night of uh, not enough sleep or bad quality sleep or sleeping in really odd hours out of your ordinary schedule are going to cause you to eat more. And if you always... Sleep not enough, not good enough, uh, then you're always going to be eating more processed foods. You'll always crave that. And then also what happens, blood sugar regulation goes out of balance. So uh, you eat those processed foods and now your blood sugar spikes even more than usual because of that lack of sleep. So sleep affects our hunger uh, in so many different ways. And If it affects our hunger, it affects our fasting. Because the reason why some people are successful with fasting, uh, regular fasting and some aren't, one of the biggest reason is hunger. Like if you are super hungry, it's, it's really hard to do intermittent fasting. So when you don't sleep enough and you're hungry, you're not going to be really good at intermittent fasting or it's just going to be really stressful and difficult for you. Um, so sleep more and intermittent fasting are going to get much easier. I promise you that. Uh, the second thing is a balanced diet. So intermittent fasting or any sort of fasting needs to be balanced with a balanced diet. Um, maybe sounds kind of funny, but the only way fasting works if you have if you build it on top of a good quality diet that is metabolically that delivers metabolic health um, meaning helping you to maintain stable blood sugar at least that and then also delivers this diet needs to deliver all the nutrients so you can't do intermittent fasting and then have very uh nutrient unbalanced and deficient diet maybe you're a vegan but you aren't getting you aren't looking into um your all the vitamins all the minerals all the fatty acids all the amino acids or proteins that you need to be getting um So if you aren't getting all of that, and even if you're vegan, or if you are uh, eating a lot of junk food that is deficient in many nutrients, or just processed foods that is deficient in a lot of uh, nutrients, uh, so if your diet is incomplete and unbalanced in those ways, there is no way, guys, you're going to be able to maintain good fasting practice. Because basically, what you're trying to do is you fast, and uh, it's uh, a short period of um, not starvation, but here yeah, you fast, you don't eat food, and you aren't getting any nutrients at that time. And then on top of that, you have a diet that is also nutrient deficient, and it's kind of like par- partially starvation too, because this diet doesn't deliver all the nutrients that your body, your brain, that you need uh, to maintain and support your health. And so you are also in that mild state of starvation, not for calories necessarily, but for nutrients. But also, guys, uh, some people are trying to do intermittent fasting and then on top of that be in a caloric-deficient diet, in a caloric deficit, right? So you're fasting, and then uh, when you in your eating window, you are kind of starving yourself again, either for calories or for nutrients or for both. And it's going to be impossible for you to maintain a regular fasting practice because uh, all of these deficiencies in nutrients, in calories, they're going to increase your hunger so much that it's going to be impossible for you to maintain your fasting practice uh, without uh, at least without compromising your um energy levels, your emotional balance, your uh, great mental and physical performance. So you cannot do uh, intermittent fasting, expect it to work perfectly. And then on top of that, have imbalanced diet where you aren't getting nutrients on a regular basis and you even have no idea what those nutrients are. You need to work with a nutritionist at least once in your life to help you to figure out whether you are getting what you need or not. Um... So if you're trying to fast, and on top of that, you have that nutrient nutritionally balanced diet, or on top of that, you're trying to be on some starvation calorie uh, deficient diet or, in, or always be in caloric deficit, or you're simply uh, either fast or eat junk food. And that is deficient uh, in nutrients might not be deficient in calories and some people ask me you know so why would i do intermittent fasting if i al- if i'm already uh, eating healthy if i already eat healthy right i i do want to do intermittent fasting so i can eat whatever that is guys recipe for disaster from all my experience from uh, all the people who i worked with and by now it's hundreds of people maybe thousands, but probably more than hundreds, um, it's just never going to work. Because again, when you're deficient in nutrients, well, first of all, when you're deficient in nutrients, you are compromising your health. There are going to be health negative health consequences. You're going to become ill one way or the other. So it's no way it's going to work. Uh, second thing, again, if you're always in a caloric deficit, and then you're trying to fast on top of that, it's like you're always starving. It's also not going to work. And always starving yourself uh, is not good for your health either <laughs> or for maintenance of a healthy, uh, lean body mass. Right? And yeah, with intermittent fasting, you might be able to afford um, a few more treats, but... Those treats need to come on top of a well-balanced diet. So if you do want to do intermittent fasting to allow yourself to eat um, a little bit more um, of food that I don't even consider foods, but let's say you do like your sweets, you do like your pastries, you know, you do like uh, all these other foods that might not be, you know, the best option out there. But anyhow, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying what's possible for good health or whatnot. Here, you can still have your treats. But if you want to maintain great health, you need to make sure that... Those treats come on top of the diet that uh, gives you all the nutrition you need to support your health, physical and mental, and also your performance uh, holistically. Only then uh, you can expect with the sleep also that uh, your intermittent fasting practice is going to be sustainable long-term and you'll be able to do it easily. Like for me, fasting is really an easy thing. I don't feel a thing when I fast. Like no hunger, nothing. Because when I stop fasting and I start my eating window, I have really well-balanced meat, meals and I don't start myself. When I finish my meals, I'm like so full, I can eat no longer. That's why I was, I'm was i able on a daily basis and on a weekly basis, basis have even longer fasts, because on other days I'm not doing constant calorie restrictions. Yeah, on some days I might eat less, but then I might eat more and will probably on other days. So the only way I've been able to maintain this practice is because it's built on a very well balanced Diet and uh, calorie efficient, not deficient, and nutrient efficient. On most days, I eat more nutrients that my body needs, at least according to our current knowledge. Right? We are constantly rediscovering and discovering new nutrients, whether those are uh, vitamins and minerals or substances that kind of like them or different phyto. Chemicals or chemicals that are found in plants, different compounds that aren't vitamins or minerals, right? Um, so the only way to maintain your intermittent fasting practice is again to build it on top of a very well balanced diet. Otherwise, it's never going to work. So don't even try. You And you're going to fail not because um, there is something wrong with you. It just, your body's main purpose is to survive to help you thrive and so if you're constantly deficient in nutrients there is no way your body gonna allow you to also on top of that uh, fast all the time because well you can die at some point That's just natural that your body wants you to eat things that you are missing all the time and you'll your body, your brain, they will make you eat because if you starve yourself all the time, there is a possibility you can, you're can you going to die. And that's why your body and brain' main priority is to keep you um, at least alive and then healthy. Uh, so you'll be driven to eat if your intermittent fasting isn't built on top of a very well-balanced diet and also if you aren't sleeping enough. Uh, so those are... Uh, basically two things that you need to pay attention to. Um, Sleep and a very well-balanced, not starvation diet. (laughs) Very well-balanced diet. And when you take care of those things, intermittent fasting will become easier. That being said, of course, you need to also get closer to metabolic health because if you for example, blood sugar is all, all over the place because you abused your health for so many, I don't know, years, months, uh, that might be an issue, but it can be restored. And you don't have to start with like one meal a day, 22 hour fasting. You can start slowly, just do a little bit more than you did last week. And then build it up. That's how it usually works. And that's how we restore our health, not forcing ourselves to extremes, but building. From where we are today, building on top of that one step at a time closer to our whole body health. That's how progress happens. And that's when you don't sabotage yourself. When you actually accept where you are and build on top of that one step at a time your health, your vitality, and your fasting if this is your goal. Um, So guys, hopefully you found this episode uh, useful. And you might now understand better why you might be failing with intermittent fasting. So I encourage you to look into these things, especially a well balanced diet. Uh, If you need, you know, if you have a few questions, you can always completely free of charge, uh, um, you can reach out on any social media, uh, Instagram, or any other social social media where you can find me. Um, If you have any questions, please do reach out. Uh, If you want to work with me, also please do reach out. Uh, you learn so much from our work together. Uh, That's going to serve you your whole life. You're going to understand why you don't need to be on a diet, any diet and how you can eat for your health and how you can yourself adjust and change your diet based on your goals. And when I say diet, I mean a way of eating, not restricting yourself, right? So you're going to learn so much more about food and how to use foods to help you get better at anything you do, because food is the foundation. So please do reach out. Please talk about this episode, share this episode with one another. Figure out where you guys as a household or, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, wives, uh, husbands, where you can be uh, missing those important points about your uh, fasting and eating practice. Uh, figure out how you can get better. Together, we always get better faster and more sustainably and long term. So share, uh, reach out of, with questions. Uh, figure out how you can work on sleep, on a balanced diet. Uh, And then one step at a time, build up that fasting practice if you'd like to, uh, guys. Anyhow, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, listening. I'm always here for you, uh, watching your balanced diet plate. Until next time, eat better daily.